Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, Amen, we trust, as the Republican intellect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in the same time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nibin Mentari, and this is Mental Act Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing humans. Do humans share the same mind, body, and spirit as animals? Absolutely. Absolutely. And their behavior since they've been on the planet proves that. Their behavior is oftentimes without rationale, without logic, with just pure straight emotion. I'm going to tell you what emotion is within the human, what the human, um, what the human conflict is concerning emotion. I told you that our genetics is in the human the so-called black woman who is an extension of us, our genetics and the humans, as well as the as well as the um, uh, uh, genetic material of the animals, right? Which is why they have hair like animals, fur like animals. But our genetics is in them, and their gen- and the genetics of the animal. Now people are always want to act like they're crazy. Right when I'm saying this, that we that humans are a crossbreed of almond and animal genetics. Humans want to act like that's a crossbreed when I say that our genetics, the almond genetic, was crossbred by with animals by our people to produce the human race to be a race of work animals, a bunch of work beings. Right? That's all they were made for to be a more hybrid animal. That's it. That's all they were created to do, be hybrid animals to do more complicated work, work that took, you know, more brain power, the use of hands, the use of feet, and some sort of um, just basically a, um, a kind of, you know, ability to move physically about and do certain things, you know, to an extent as us. They needed servants that, you know, ser- you know resembled, you know, a bit of themselves, but not themselves, a whole another type of being, one that was served. And there was the creation of the human race. The almond genetic mixed with the animal genetic created the human genetic. All right. But the animal genetic will always be present in the human genetic. All right. And like I said, these people, when they hear this, they want to say, oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. This guy's talking crazy. Isn't the white man right now? always telling you how he's crossbreeding animals and people together using pig hearts and, uh, 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 you know, things to transplant. So if you're able to transplant a pig heart into a person, into a human being, right, or anything for an animal, is that not true crossbreeding? If you're able to use animal parts within a human, why do you think you're able to use animal parts within humans? Why do you think they're able to do that? And a lot more is being used. But why do you think they're able to do that? They're able to do that because the humans are animals. I mean, does that not make sense that they're able to transport those animal genetics, pig hearts and things like that, and probably other types of things because humans are just a upper, a high breed form of animal because of the animal genetic in them. You see, I told you their hair is the genetic marker. Their hair is the genetic marker. All the humans are marked by that. You see, all the humans are marked by 
that animal genetic continuously. Their hair, their fur, which links them to the animal genetic, which was supposed to keep us in mind not to deal with them. And you also notice, you also notice that they have more of a connection with the animals. You notice that your humans have more of a connection with the animals, right? They love to go into the wild. They even get their dogs, you know, they get they have personality traits of their dogs. Sometimes they'll match up the dog with the owner. They will match up their dogs with the owner. All right? They're trying to see if the, uh, the personality traits of a, of a dog matches with its owner. You see, now you're trying to take it to a whole other level when you're trying to relate yourself to an animal. You see, when you're living with an animal, right, and you're having intercourse with an animal, right, I'm going to tell you, you know, the original use of animals by the army was seen as them working a job. We didn't really have animals as pets. Pets came about from the humans who was having sexual intercourse with the animals, thus the term petting. Petting is a form of sexual, uh, 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 um, as a form of sexual, um, you know, foreplay, they call it petting. Thus the term pet, which shows you that the humans were having sex with their animals, okay? Sheep, dogs, whatever, because they are related to these creatures. That's why it's not bestiality. It's not really bestiality when the humans do it because they have the animal genetic in them. You see? You have to understand that. They share the same genetic material. They share the same spiritual energy. They share the same mental capabilities, but only thing that gives them a higher or an extended um, level of thought the only thing that gives them an extended or higher level of thought is us. We are the reason why they're able to think on higher levels. It's not because of themselves, because if you took away the almond genetic from the humans and you just left what was there, you would have straight raw savages. Basically like what they were when they came out of the caves, straight raw savages, working off of the same spiritual energy, the same mental energy, and the same physical energy as, a lot, as the animals. Yeah, the humans ran on all fours. And a lot of these humans, they could run on all fours. A lot of them, when they were running on all fours, covered in all fur all over them, hair all over them, like that fur. And I don't even call it hair. When they covered in fur, they could run as fast as other animals. You see, you know, remember when the white man made that movie? Um, what is it called? Um, uh, uh, Rob Schneider, the animal. Showed you how they was running on all fours. The humans used to could do that. They could run on all fours and run fast like animals. That's before they end up walking upright. You see, and the white man chronicles the uh, um, evolutionary history of mankind. He chronicles them as walking around on all fours. This is what he chronicles them as in caves because they were lab experiments. They were animals, like I said, hybrid animals that were meant to work. That's all your humans are. And they know this. They know this. They know who they are. And see, it hurts them to the spirit to constantly bring out this truth. Some humans just accept it because they know it's the truth. Some humans just go ahead and accept their true origins, their true identity. 
and their connection to the animal genetic. They just accept it because it's really nothing to argue about. And like I said, their own their own uh, uh, scientists, their own Caucasian scientists have admitted to the origin of the human race being linked to animals, monkeys and everything else, jackals, chimpanzees, whatever. They've admitted to it openly. But a lot of you simple-ass Negroes, y'all ain't going to hear it. Because you think Jeff and Jim and, and Sally and Sue because, like I said, they don't have, they're not covered in fur no more. And they not they not they not covered in fur and they not uh running around on all fours and they they want cleaned up now. You think that they they're different now. It's just that you know, they evolved. They have not evolved. They have not. They're still the same. It's like I said, a cleaner version, a more domesticated version. What made the humans more domesticated? We did. We domesticated these human beasts, these human animals, these mammals. See, they always hide who they are in the description of themselves, mammals. Mammals, animals. You see, they're always going to let you know who and what they are over time. You have to pay attention. Especially if you're mixing your seed with these people. You see, the humans are trying to become more, or come closer toward the almond genetic. And they're trying to use the so called black woman to do it. Let me take a call. 803, you're on the air. Ms. Agnizor. Ms. Um, I had a question about, um, I remember a few broadcasts back, you talked about how. Um, Armin's name continued through history and at one point it was uh, Anu and then it became Anubis and if you look at the word God it flip it backwards it's dog so I was wondering if like is that a correlation to Anubis back is that like a conscious thing in the uh, language now or is that like a subconscious thing that probably just slipped through the cracks no, it was uh, consciously done. You see, everything happens for a reason because what they're telling you is that they worship uh, uh, Amun, which is Anu, and all of them, Amnu, you know, uh, uh, Anubis. And so, like I said, just different names for the same beings or one of those beings who were, really one of those beings who were of the Amun. You see, so, you know, they respected that being as an angel of death, right? And the reason why the jackal or the dog, as they say, was considered the angel of death is because, you know, dogs were known to prominently uh, howl and holler when they, like, people died and things like that. They had called them, they were like death hounds. They, they would be the ones that would let you know if... They were dead, dead things or dead bodies and whatnot. The perfect example of this. What did a white man have with him when he's looking for dead bodies? We call them cadaver dogs, right? Okay, uncle. Uncle, so he knows the dog is the first one to sniff out death. Dogs sniff out death, which is why Anubis is the image of Anubis. Is the jackal god is the god of the dead, which is the dog or the hound. 
They're the first ones to sniff out death. That's why Anubis has a dog face. Their god, oh, cool. is, the god yeah. the, their god is the god of the dead. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. And I guess that's why they uh, they put a lot of uh, reverence for death in a lot of their imagery, like just TV shows and just, if you just look around, like this old show called Billy and Mandy, death was like the children's best friend. Um, mm-hmm. Like the Adventure Time, Adventure Time, they had one where, uh, like they fought death at the end of it. Death is always in the, the media in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even look at Christianity. Christianity, which everybody loves and most people are Christians, what is Christianity based on? The death of this character called Jesus, him getting crucified. It's not based on Jesus' life. It's based on his death. Because these people, the humans right. are fascinated with death. The humans are fascinated with death because they're born dying. This is why they have a fascination with death. The humans are born dying. You follow what I'm saying? That's why they well, age cool. so death fast. Death. Yeah, that's why they age so fast. That's why, like I said, by the time they 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 in their 30s, they look like they're in their 50s. You know, stuff like that. They age fast, and they have this. Uh, uh, live fast, die young, and all this other stuff. See, phrases like that come from the human because the humans age like animals. How You see how the life the life of an animal is short. You see, the life of an animal is short. Now, you know, now you get to certain reptiles and things like that. Notice the reptilians, their lives tend to be longer. And that's another reason right. for a lot of our longevity as bronze, as the almond race, the bronze race, the bright race, the reason for our longevity is also because of the reptilian genetic. And the humans, theirs is short because of the animal genetic. Right, right. There was a, a time in, uh, while I was in college, uh, one uh, a caucus boy came up to me and he said, uh, he said, I know you a big proponent of life. And I was like, yeah, I am. And he said, but I think you really should um, focus more on death. Yeah, he told me flat out. And I was confused. I was like, why is this man telling me this? And, but now it kind of come, it kind of it came to fruition. I understand why he was saying that because that's what his mind was. Yeah, because they always know that their their lives are short. Like I said, especially you know since you know they had um, the humans. Like I said, their life expectancy at one point in time. He's lucky if they made it to thirty years old, thirty five years old. That was old for them. Amen. And, and so if they got older than that, that was considered to be a miracle. Because you notice after they get to a certain age, they like they about they about to die, man. They 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 genetic material and everything, they just start falling apart because that's the animal genetics in them. They started even looking like animals, straight up like dogs and stuff like. They start looking like straight up animals. Right, right. Man. Oh, cool. That was the only thing I had to say, Ms. Ed. Oh, cool. Ms. Ed. And again, this is not to um, take shots at the humans, but it's about being real. You know, it's about reality. See, because if you understood reality, if you overstood it, then you can make a lot of the right decisions in life. You can make all the right decisions in life, even when it comes to these humans, because these humans, they're always going to give a warped, a warped uh, 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 idea life they will always give a warped idea 
because these humans, like I said, they are, you know, they share the same mind, body, and spirit as the animals. Animals are unpredictable. An animal is unpredictable. You see, you could run across a wolf in the woods, and that wolf might rip you to pieces. Or that wolf might chill out and just give you a pass and go about your business. Isn't that not the dealings with the so-called white man? You see? That's the dealings with him. You know? You see that some of them is, and some of them kind of come off as benevolent. And some of them come off as malevolent as hell. You see? They come off like that because, like I said, they have that death aura on them because the animals, you know, their lifespan is short. And the humans know that about themselves, too. This is why they tend to be into a lot of this daredevil stuff. They tend to be in the white water rafting and skiing and all this other stuff. and Just doing things that would put their lives in danger. They'll go out on the damn ledge on the balcony trying to, they'll get out on the damn ledge of a balcony and try to, like, if they locked out of their house or something like that, and they can get to another apartment. They'll, they'll get out on a damn ledge and try to go over, climb over to up 17 stories and then they'll fall into their death because they like things like that. The humans like things like that. The humans like things that put their lives in danger. This is why they they tend to be ferocious fighters. A lot of these humans, they like you know they try to you know see blood and stuff like that. They try to be ferocious because, like I said, they fight like animals. You see, and they have the irrational mindset of animals. They have that, and they kill cold-bloodedly. They kill cold-bloodedly like animals, you see. And like I said, this is one of the reasons why the humans were bred. Because another reason the humans were used is because the Amun wanted them to exterminate a lot of wild animals. They also used them to exterminate wild animals. You see, animals in the wild, they would send these humans after them to kill them, eat them. You know, they, humans would work all kinds of things. See, the true role of the human is really not understood until, you know, it's like like now because a lot of the humans, are, the humans are domesticated for the most part. And they can hold jobs, they can run corporations and businesses and be in government officials and stuff like that because you're looking at the humans now. But what you don't understand is the humans are following a blueprint that was already done. They're following, uh, um, they're following um, like, like, you know, animals do. Animals will try to mimic you after a while. You see, they'll try to mimic your movements. And that's the real what the humans did. All they did was mimic the movement of our people the army because there it was already governments here, there was already societies here, there was already business and trade going on here. Like I said, they just changed the names and, and inserted themselves into the equation. That's all they did. They changed the names and inserted themselves into the equation. And in doing that, in doing that. They changed the landscape of everything forever here on Earth. They turned this place into the animal kingdom. They were able to turn Earth, three-dimensional Earth, into the animal kingdom where they are in charge. You see, they are in charge. They turned Earth into the animal kingdom. See, this was once the kingdom of Amun, or should I say the society of the planet of Amun. 
you see, in the fourth dimension. As we was coming, I said we came down. This originally was going to be, like I said, this was the planet of Amun, the Amun kingdom, or as you want to say, society, whatever. That was Amun. And went from Amun to animal. And went from Amun to animal under the humans. You see. And because we allowed it to be that, we allowed the humans to take hold of the society. We allowed the humans to, you know, beguile a lot of our people, and our people forgot who they were as the Amen. This is why we are in the position we are in under spiritual rulership. Under spiritual rulership. See, spiritual spiritual rulership, unpredictable rulership. It's an irrational rulership. It is a rulership to be feared. And like I said, these people are vibrating and moving off of spiritual rulership over our people. You see, the pure rulership is supposed to be solar power, solar powered by a source power, which is homage, that which is above. You see? So, but being that, you know, spiritual realm is being channeled here into the three dimension. And it's basically rotating the third dimension. The people here, like I said, are part of that animal kingdom. They're under animal influence. And because they're under animal influence, because they are out of alignment with the true and pure nature of this planet, the true and pure nature of Amun as connection or in connection with the elect and in the connection with this planet these people actually that these people actually move on the same mind body and spirit as animals they actually move on that you see no more this nonsense where you think the so called humans or the, the humans are just like you the humans are not like you. The humans are not like you as a bronze people. They're not like you. Right. And how you'll know, like I said, over time, they're like not like you. Is if you ever get them in a situation or confrontation and you come in with all this bro this and bro that, they'll let you know they're not your brothers. They're not your people. Nigga, get out my face. They'll let you know. You know? They, they're not shy about letting you know the truth. That go for all these humans. They're not shy about letting you know how they really feel and what the truth is. Because they themselves know they're animals. They know that. They listen to these broadcasts, a lot of them, and they get pissed off. But they can't really get pissed off at reality. Because notice, much as people claim, or oh, they'll say, oh, this guy's racist, he's crazy. Then you call me racist, you can call me crazy, but you never call me wrong. You never said I was wrong. And you and if you did, you never gave no real argument to why I'm wrong at. You never gave no real argument to where I'm wrong at. So because you were not able to give a real argument of where I'm wrong at, that tells me everything. That this is a, a bitter pill for you to swallow, but it is nonetheless true. 
like I said, they show you all the time. These want Caucasian scientists talking about crossbreeding humans with animals. You know, they tell you all the time. So if they show, they talk about this all the time. Then obviously, it's possible it's been done, been done, and it's been done because it was done before. It was done before in the creation of the human race. So of course, the human race they tend to gravitate more toward that. Um, gravitate more toward that um, mindset that you know they're not what you think they are. They're trying to front like they something that they're not. <laughs> yeah, humans, like I said, they have to carry the same mind as the animal because, like I said, how do you justify the bloody and heinous acts that these creatures have done? You see, not to just people, but the masses of people, nations of people, with no remorse. For what? To get filthy lucrative, to get money, okay? to keep denying people their rights or denying people anything because you you want to feel empowered and whatnot. And that's the animal in you that puts you with that selfish and degenerate way, the viciousness of an animal. These humans are proud to tell you they got the viciousness of an animal. And like I said, they're not ashamed to let you know that. If they're not ashamed to let you know, you know, who and what they are, because they do it pretty much in your face. Like I said, then you deserve whatever happens to you. That usually happens to the people. After the beast tell you his story or tell you, you know, what he about, you've seen enough of them to know what they're about, and you still get caught up in what they're about that says something about your ignorance. You see, these humans have a, exactly a very barbaric mentality, a very savage mentality. I don't care how nice they dress, how many suits they wear, this, that, and the third. Like I said, they're all capable of degenerate forms of violence. You see? That's they. That's all they, they're capable of. They're capable of nothing else. They're capable of nothing else. The humans, like I said, they carry this mindset where they are at one with these animals. The humans carry the mindset like they are at one with the animals. They really do. This is why, if you notice. You know, most of their idols and images are animals. When they have these cartoons out here, it's a bunch of talking animals. You see? So what does that tell you? They set up a, 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 a people for, uh, for the ethical treatment of animals. They get, they're they showing you that they have the same mindset as the animals. You know, and for the animals... And animals, one of the things the animals do, excuse me, one of the things the animals do is the animals recognize them for who they are. The animals recognize they scent. The animals recognize their presence as a form of animal. The animals do not recognize them as an alien species. That's why the so-called white man can always go on the East End of Asia and they can go up amongst the animals and they'll be on these shows with the animals going to the animals and being up around them because like I said, the animals are used to them. They're part of the animal kingdom. You ain't never seen no so-called black man. You've never seen no so-called black man 
out there in the wild with some goddamn animals, like the guy Clown Steve Irwin, who got the hell stung out of him by a stingray in his damn chest. I said, you ain't never seen no nigga stand out to come up. All right. Okay, guys, we're going to go in here, and we're going to mess with this big black bear. We're going to go mess with this big black uh, 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 um, California bear. And he's about to rip my ass to pieces, but I'm still going there and mess with him. You see? You ain't never seen no nigga do nothing like that. You see? But that's what they do. Because, like I said, they can't, they can't, they can't, you know what I'm saying? They can't fathom a life without being amongst the animals. In fact, a lot of them want to go. And they want to go and live amongst the animals. Like I said, live in the wild, get to live in a fucking log cabin and shit. Well, listen, man, why would you want to go live in a log cabin somewhere? A lot of y'all, they get away. Why do you think when you see these Caucasians, they want to go away to the woods and the log cabin somewhere? Why do you think they want to do that? Why do you think these humans want to get away to the woods and go in a damn log cabin somewhere? You know why? You know why? They want to do that because, like I said, that gives them an excuse to be around the animals again. They hear that animal, they hear coyotes and all this stuff. Boy, y'all, and they like to be around the animals, right? Because they have a kindred spirit with the animals. They're at one with the wild, with the animals in the wild. They're at one with them. They're at peace with them. See, they they call it the wild because the animal spirit in them always comes out. They flip on you. They can be very, uh, um, they can be very uh, unpredictable because of the animal genetic in them. They can be very unpredictable. One minute they could be cool with you and y'all cooling out everything. Next minute you know they turn right on you. Next minute you know they turn right on you. They turn on you and they're ready to rip you apart. Uh, they turn on you, they're ready to rip you apart, they're ready to kill you. You see, that's why I said I, I, I'm never, because you, you ain't no telling. You, you, you'd be like, oh, well, I didn't do anything. They just flipped out. Like I said, you ain't got to do nothing. Like I said, they could be sitting there one day, you, you talking, they could be friendly with you. Next thing you know, they done blew your brains or stabbed you up or took a chunk out of you or something like that because that animal genetic in them. You know, for those who haven't gotten used to it, that animal genetic in them, it takes full hold of them. And they still don't understand the almond genetic, so it, it takes full hold of them. The almond genetic is just reduced to them functioning in, every, in the everyday world. That's where the almond genetic comes from. For the humans being able to function in the everyday world, basically get up, go to sleep, get up, you know, go to work and do that, that's the almond genetic in them. That gives them the ability to do that. If they had it, they'd be somewhere on all fours, you know, eating each other, killing each other. Basically like what you see with the so-called serial killers. You see, you would see that. So understand, please understand that these humans are not part of projection of army. Only if you're part of that projection of army can you not completely be in the uh, area? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind as people are trying to tell you that the humans are the same as you are. 
that we all the same. There is no difference. Right? They're going to keep telling that lie to the end of time. Why are they so interested in spreading that lie? Because they want to keep you off balance of what the truth is. They want to keep you off balance of what the truth is. You see, they want to dictate to you what the truth is. And usually the truth is not something that straight up carries their, uh, the truth of who they are. That, that carries the truth of who they are. They hate that kind of reality of carrying truth. Because like I said, they would rather tell you who they are to themselves or by themselves. And sometimes they will, but you got to be close to pay attention because they know who and what they are. It's you so-called Negroes who send them pay worship in the image of Jesus Christ and whatever white person y'all can worship the image of. You're the ones that don't know what time it is. You're the ones that got a mental problem. They ain't got no mental problem. Not at all. They don't have a mental problem. You see, it's y'all that do because, again, they know who they are. They know exactly who they are. And like I said, they're proud of who they are. They're proud of who they are, and they're not going to stop being who they are for nobody. And I respect that. All you can do is respect that. See, these humans, they're going to go hard in these last days. Humans are going to go hard trying to survive, just trying to survive. You see, they're trying to move closer toward the almond race. That's why, like I told you, in your neighborhoods where there's massive, massive um, gentrifying, Please note that that gentrification is not driven by people who can't pay their bills and things like that. No, it's driven like that because the humans want more connection to you. The humans want more of a connection to you. That's why they come in our neighborhoods in Brooklyn, all over where we are. And you're like, why are they coming around here? There's white sections they can move to that's cheaper than this. Why would they come around here? It's because, like I said, they want to come closer to the almond genetic now. They want to come closer to the almond genetic. They want to be directly connected to the almond genetic. And they want to live in our place as the almond race. You know what I'm saying? They want to live in our place, but from the three-dimensional realm, because they know they, if they could move up into the fourth dimension, they would, but they can't. You see? And this is what makes them angry. This is what makes them angry. They can't move up in that space within the uh, uh, upper dimension and align themselves with this intellect. Align themselves with that. Right? But now if you want to have me, you know, talk about people or talk about these kind of people who listen to them and peak their talking points again, those are the people who are marked by the beast. These are the people that are marked by him to use his talking points, to use his arguments on certain things. Or, you know, not even so much his argument, but his philosophy on things. We're not philosophical people. Uh-huh. We're not philosophical people. We are righteous people. We are logical people. And our job is never to work against logical and rational thinking. It is to push it along Right. Because well, how would the world be if people were operating from logical and rational thinking and not from sex, not from money, not from anything else? They were given their money, 
and they were told to go. That's all that is. So when you see people trying to align themselves with these humans, those who are of the almond genetic, when I see that, I shake my head at it because, like I said, they obviously don't know who they're following. They obviously don't know who they want to resemble or be like. They want to follow in the image of the beast. And a lot of you so-called black men and black women who mix your seed with them, that's really against the law. That's them trying to get you to break the law and commit bestiality. Because I told you before, when you mix your seed with these humans, it's the same thing as committing bestiality. It is technically bestiality. They're not supposed to uh, um, deal with these humans in no level. If you can't, especially not in no relationship, not nothing sexually, not having touching on them or nothing like that. That's a form of bestiality right there. The lay with these humans is committing bestiality. They go for you so-called black men, you so-called white ones. That's what they go for. People, like I said, bestiality. And the only way we can combat that, the only way we can move past that is realistically and logically knowing who and what we are and who and what they are. You see, because you got a lot of people listening to this and they still won't accept it. Nine times I think they got uh, a white a white girl for a baby mom that they say a white girl or, you know, some foolishness. They usually explain themselves, you know, over time. The humans, by trying to get you to lay with them, that's really them trying to get you to break your vow to the Most High, which is not the one the vow and the um, instruct you know in the um, just one of these one of these um, instructions. We are not supposed to mix our seed with these humans. We're not supposed to carry the same energy as them, the same mind with them, or the same body with them, or share bodies, anything with them. You see. That is a breaking of the law, the ultimate law, the Amenic law, because, like I said, all supreme people come with a law to follow. You don't get to be a supreme people without supreme law and order being dictated to you, you know, where you're being guided by. You're not going to get to that higher level if you're not one of those people. If you're not one of those people that follows order, follows structure, and stays together collectively. If you're not part of that, you're not going to be together for long. As a people or anything else. Because, like I said, the humans try to get you to break the law. By being with them, by laying with them, the humans are trying to get you to break the law, especially the so-called black woman. They're trying to get her to break the law by mixing her seed. They ain't pushing up on anybody else. You don't see them pushing up on nobody else. No, they just push up on these so-called black women. Right, because all the other women, like I said, carry the animal genetic, but the so-called black woman. So they know that. So what they'll do is they'll try and streamline uh, the teams, and they will um, go out here and they will align themselves with these humans, even in business and some kind of sexual relationship. They do, especially with like you athletes. They'll streamline your dating and things to a certain, you know, to fit a certain thing, you see. They'll streamline 
your views on them to look at them a certain way without you seeing the full picture of who and what these people are. You see, we'll start to create that form of incubation, you know, to create grades and whatnot, because like I said, they want to forever put their cells, put their recessive genetic inside your genetic marker. They forever want to lead that. Why do you think a lot of those slaves, those so-called slave masters on the plantation, they was raping the black women and putting babies in them, you see? But they said you was low and you was low-level people. So let me get this straight. If you low-level people, why would you want to rape a low-level person? If you are inferior, low-level animal people, all this stuff they said about so-called black people, why would you want to lay with somebody like that? Why would you want to rape a woman who you consider to be low-level and disgusting and things like that? Why would you rape them and then ejaculate inside and make babies with them? You see? That was to forever put a stain on your genetics. They were trying to stain your genetics by doing that. You see? Because they had condoms back then. They could have been having sex with the slave women that had condoms on. Why were they having sex with them raw dog and, and coming inside them? Because they were meant, they were trying to stain your genetics. That's the humans, like I said, you know, for how we treated them in the past. Because, see, I told you it's the same spiritual energy that left out of here when we used to put our foot in their ass and we used to own them because we created them. We used to have them as our servants, and we used to do whatever we wanted with the humans, but we didn't have sex with them, at least not immediately a lot. Some of these niggas, you know, later on did. Some of these damn niggas later on did. And some of them started, like, letting loose up in them. A lot of these damn black females did. A lot of these hoes was like the welcoming wagon to these goddamn cave animals when they came into the shores of America. Like, of course, you had your bed winching uh, black females, even at that time, unfortunately. You see, they was all but too happy to welcome these nasty-ass humans, these animals. You see? But like I said, that's to be expected. Because, you know, I told you, a huge um, population of the so-called black race, they are related to these humans, man. They're related to these humans. That's why they have an affinity for them. This is why they have a love and respect for these humans and whatnot, because they, they are connected to them. They either got their blood going through these human blood going through them, or somebody's connected to their family. So, so they can never, they, all they're ever going to do is love the beast, man. You see, all they're going to want to do is love the beast. Like I said last night in the thing for the Nation of Islam, why, what they will never understand about black people. Right? And this is sad, but true. What they will never understand about black people. I hope a few of y'all come out tomorrow. That'd be nice. You know, not even for the money's sake, but just just so that, you know, uh, we know there are some some intelligent there's some intelligent life forms there. Those of you from the Nation of Islam, just so we know there's some form of intelligent life there. It'd be nice to see y'all. And like one of the Nation of Islam brothers got into it. One of the guys from the Nation of Islam got into it with some of our people. And uh, as I as I already knew, these Negroes were already debating over black or what black is. They're already doing that. They're already debating over black, over blackness. You see, as I figured they would. You see, so like I said, this will probably end up 
you know, if you ain't trying to be a black man or whatever, ain't trying to hear nothing you say. But that's another time for people who've been mentally brain-stained into accepting this. But anyway, like I said, the humans, they already have a certain mindset and a certain way of thinking that's already rooted in them. It's already rooted in them. You see, you have to understand that. And I want you to also understand that y'all need to come out to this conference. Those of you in the Chicago area, St. Uh, East St. Louis area, wherever, surround there, but Chicago definitely need to come, you know, and show up and, as we say, show out and all this other stuff, but in a righteous way. We ain't got, we ain't got time to be dealing with no bugged out crazy, you know, niggas with this. But, you know, we like our people, the intelligent ones of our people, and let's talk over a lot of things. Let me enlighten you to the real, true, and the purest reality that you will ever experience in your life. Let me take a call. 337. Hi, how you doing? It's Neil. Neil? Yeah, how you doing? Hello, Neil. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm here uh, with my mother as a fan of your show, Suzanne. Um, she had a bad experience with that COVID vaccine. She had a real bad, uh, bad time of it. And we're trying to get her the second one, but she uh, she won't take it. Okay. So anyway, we're here at the clinic with her, and she said, well, call call the show I like. I want to speak to him. I want to speak to him. I said, well, I'll call if you want, so. I don't know if you let me put her on and talk to you. Uh, what does she want me to say? I, Ma, pick up. Hang on. Here she is. Hello? Hello? Hi, this is Suzanne. Oh, how are you doing, Suzanne? Um, I got my first COVID shot at the end of last month, and uh, now I'm here. I'm supposed to get my second one. I'm a little uh, nervous. Suzanne, why do you sound like a man? Um, I don't think I do, but um, there was some soreness around the point of injection the next day, and the worst thing was it hurt. When the needle Thank you, Suzanne. Pe- Goodbye. Goodbye. You see, we get all the weirdos. You see, we get all the weirdos around this time when we do broadcasts like this. It's no coincidence. We get all the weirdos. Don't call back Sam, Suzanne, whatever you are. I don't, you, you sound strange to me. Uh, all right. You know, that was funny. You humans are very funny. All right. We're gonna give we're gonna give the humans a little uh, traveling music. Lonely Swan. We'll be right back.
I'm here in Chicago. I'm here in Chicago tomorrow. I'll be at the Hyatt Regency, Hyatt Place, excuse me, Hyatt Place, Chicago. I'll be at the Hyatt Place at 5225 South Harper Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60615, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Admission, $25. The Bright World Order Conference, the Bright World Order Conference, Republican Men's Life's Bright World Order Conference. So come on out. We're going to be here. We're going to discuss everything from our Mesoamerican ancestry to who we go, where we're heading as the almond race and things like that. We're going to discuss all of this. You know, a lot of things I'm going to speak on. So come on out, those of you in the Chicago area who are, there, you know, within the listening sounds, you know, come on out. And those who are um, in the surrounding areas, come out. You bright people. Not you black people. I don't want you black people showing up. Don't show up being don't 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 bring your black ass in here. I don't want you I don't want your black ass money. I don't want you black people showing up. Negroes are banned from our conferences. Even if we just doing a conference for ourselves, we don't want no black people in our conference because it don't make and, and you know because um I hate niggas. But anyway, so um the humans. The humans are um, very unpredictable. The humans are very unpredictable, you know, very much so. And you must treat them as so. Any attacks on the humans, any attacks on the humans, um, you should consider it like an attack of an animal. I'm really, I'm being real. Um, any attack on a hum- from a human, you you should consider it like an animal attack. Because that's really what it is. Because for the most part, if they're attacking you for no reason or they coming at you, like I said, think of it as a dog off its leash. Think of it as a wild animal because, like I said, it will come out of them from time to time. You know, it might not, you know, you may, you may not see it for years come out of them, but it will come out of them. All animals have the potential to be wild, even the human animal. All animals have the potential to be wild, even the human animals. They're the most wild. Like I said, they're the most vicious. And like I said, what they have over the other animals, what they have over the other animals is our intelligence. They have our intelligence or a level of our intelligence. This is what they have over uh, over all the other animals. See, because the other animals don't have anything, like I said, yeah, humans, they have the intelligence of us, a, a level of intelligence of us, and that's what makes them dangerous. That's what makes the humans dangerous, that they have, uh, that they have a level of intelligence. They have a level of intelligence that is beyond the animals, you see, but... Like I said, that level of intelligence, when they're measuring the intelligence of mankind, the human race, they're measuring their intelligence based on, and their evolution is based on what we genetically gave them. Any level, any higher thought that the Caucasians, the Asians, the East Indians have came from us. Any high level of thinking, I'm going to just say like any high level that these humans have, Caucasians, the Asians, the East Indians, all Asiatic people, from the Caucasus Mountains came from us. We civilized these humans. Now you wouldn't know that now the way you niggas act. The way you niggas act, you act like the white man civilized you. 
Hell, you calling the the beast a man now? You niggas done went from man to beast, and the beast done went from uh, beast to man, literally. You see, because anything anywhere the human is able to come up, they gonna they got to come up on our backs, man. They ain't got no they they got no come up, so they using the nigger woman again as a, a form of a come up through her genetics. They coming up as the gray race on the so called black woman's genetics. That's the only way they got. That's why you're going to keep seeing the black woman with everybody but the so-called black man. They make they being blatant about it. They being blatant. They not, like I say, anytime you know the white man, he done told his woman, fuck you. Excuse my language. He done told his woman pretty much. You see? He letting, he, he letting it be known. My woman can't get me, get me through this solar holocaust. My genes won't make it. I won't be able to come back. Now I'm gonna show you something. Show you how the white man he knows that there's you know there's uh, 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 there's there's eternal life, and then there's infinite life. You see, infinite life is how the humans live in the constant circle of rotation in the third dimension. That's infinite life. Eternal life is the path of the Amen who could ascend to the upper dimensions. That's eternal life. See the human life, you know. The human life cannot survive without a push in their genetics from the so-called black woman. They need the so-called black woman to move forward. They need the so-called black woman to continue forward. You see, you know, they need the so-called black woman to continue forward in their genetic material. You see, and the so-called black woman is why they notice they got the so-called black woman enamored with white people and other races of people. How they get her through the hair? They got her through the hair. They got they care more about, you know, focusing on the so-called black woman. Even with the Margaret Sanger experiment, the Negro Project, they focused on black women. They didn't focus on the black man. They focused on sterilizing black women. You see. They focused on sterilizing black women. But, see, that wasn't the end of the plan. They wanted to sterilize black women from bringing, you know, bringing some more black children forward. But what are they going to use those black women for? They're going to use them for their genetic material. They're going to use them for their whatever breast milk they got. Basically, whatever they could always use you so-called black women for. You see? Because the so-called black woman has an affinity for the human race because, like I said, the earthbound black woman is the mother of the human race. She is the mother of the human race, and she loves them. You see these nigger women, especially the West Indian ones, they'd they, they be ready to run in front of a car for some white children. You see? They won't, they'll treat white children better than they treat their own children. You see? Because they feel more of a maternal connection. A lot of these black females feel more of a maternal connection for these humans and to see the beast than they do for their own kind. You see? That's real. That's why you can never bring the so-called black woman, the average so-called black woman, to tell me how she don't like white people or other races of people. Like the average so-called black woman, they love the white man and all the other races. They do. They do. And they will go against if there was ever any kind of plan to get rid of all these humans and whatnot on the planet, and you so-called black men did it, you better you, please also stand that your so a lot of your black women ain't gonna be with you. They ain't with it. Not out of fear, nothing, but because they love the beast. A lot of these black females love the beast. They love these humans. You see, 
when Paul Mooney made that joke about the last white man on earth, if there was a last white man on earth, he says, because the black women would be protecting them. He said they have to beat Don and Ross to death to get her to tell where he is. <laughs> he said they have to beat Don and Ross to death to find the last white man to get rid of him. That's true. <laughs> I, I acknowledge it to be true. These niggas just, like I said, that's just, like I said, the same way that the white man and the East Indian and the Asian, the humans are animals to their spirit. A lot, of, a lot of you Negroes, y'all just, y'all straight coons and sambos to your souls, or really to your spirits, because your souls are going. Y'all just straight sambos and coons, and you will help these humans. And then these humans will turn around and destroy your black ass. You see? But that's good. That's good. You go, go in one shot. Cause that's what's gonna happen in the last days, in the, in the end days. You see how the white man shit in the last, in the end days. Like I said, these humans are gonna be scarce, man. It's only gonna be crazy. These humans are gonna be scarce, and they, in the graves, a lot of them are gonna be operating on that, or they're gonna pick up on that human spirit and that human mindset where the where the rest of them left off. Where they white ancestors, they Asian ancestors, they black ancestors left off at. You see, they're going to be out here going crazy. They're going to be out here committing crime. They're going to be out here doing all the shit that the white man was doing. But And it's going to have to be a new law enforcement. It's going to have to keep these grades in line. You see, it's going to be a whole new law enforcement. A race of supreme beings that's going to come up. They're going to be women and men. And it's going to go back how it used to be, but it's going to be on a higher level. Not go back, but forward, but on a higher level. The children going to snap into who they is, and they're going to have their power. And they're going to have their power from the ancient days. It's going to get cut back on like a damn light switch. The children are going to be extra stronger, faster. They're going to be out here beating the brakes off these grays, the men and the women, knocking them the fuck out everywhere you see them. You're just going to be seeing grays left and right knock the fuck out, beat up. You're going to see one bronze woman, one bright woman, Beating the brakes off of these grays, man. Like a bunch of male grays beating them up to men and women. Like remember that video you seen with the, the the so-called black females out there beating the brakes off of the, uh, the off the um the, I think it was Asians, the men and women by herself. That shit gonna happen again. Now think of a whole bunch of them doing that. You see, that's gonna happen again. A lot, a lot of them that they ain't gonna have that coon spirit on them. So the beast trying to breed that coon spirit. See, the same way he knows that it's gonna be a solar projection with the raising of our children, they know that's coming. That's why they're trying to breed a bunch of ba- baby coons, a bunch of future coons. Why you think they're adopting all these little black kids? Because they're gonna be the future coons. They're gonna be the future coons that's gonna give birth to the gray race. They harvesting their own gray race by adopting these little black babies. Because you already know what these little black babies going to have to go through. They're being adopted by these gay couples, these lesbian couples. You see, they're going to get abused. They're going to be, uh, they're going to turn out, they're going to be walking around like fucking Donald Glover. That Sambo-ass nigga. Talking about we got to prove our worth to white people. This sick-ass nigga. Raw and uncut. Sambo-coon-ass niggas like that. And, uh, un- and, and believe it or not, he was raised by two bronze people. But then they was West Indians, so, you know, I'm sorry, sorry to say it about you West Indians. You raised a nigga like that, the spirit of a coon. You know, you got to go prove his, he got to now leave him alone and go prove his worth to white people. Sambo-ass nigga. 
He a good one for you. You see, he a good one for y'all. See, that's what they want to breed a bunch of baby coons. Baby, but you know, like I said, to offset the rising of the almond race, to offset the rising of our children. You see, who's going to be assets? They worry about these sort of things, these humans. They worry about these sort of things. It stays on their mind. The future stays on their mind. You niggas, y'all, a lot of you Negroes, y'all in the damn days, man. You in the day, y'all ain't know what's going on around you. That's okay. Y'all gonna learn the hard way. A lot of you, like I said, because the, the like, especially niggas like you, Cat Williams, talking about you need to go get you a white friend. All right, you go on and do that. Hopefully it'll be Ed Buck. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>
contrary to what people may think about these broadcasts, they may think that I hate white people, that I hate Asians, that I hate East Indians, that I hate black people. No, I'm just joking. I don't hate none of those people. I ultra-stand those people. I don't hate these people. I ultra-stand them. And when you ultra-stand something, you don't have to hate it. You don't have to hate something once you ultra-stand it. Once you get why they are the way they are, then you can actively take steps to ensure that you are not in the crosshairs around these people, nor do you want to ever get too close to these people. And I'm being nice and calling them people, but I don't I don't fault them for having an animal genetic in them. It's not their fault. You see, I am one of the people that said the Amish shouldn't have created the human race. They shouldn't have. I'm one of the ones who think they shouldn't. I would have voted against the creation of the human race if I was there, and probably I did. I probably would be if I forgot about it, and I probably was like no to the humans. I'm pretty sure I would have said no to them, but you know, niggas are. You had some niggas back then. They thought it was a good idea. Niggas always think something a bad idea is a good idea because they think about it in the in the present in the present time. They don't think futuristically. Now, if you'd have told them back then, them almond back then, that you know these animals, these these uh, hybrid animals we created is going to eventually take over the world. You know they're going to eventually take over. They probably laughed at you. They'd been like, who, uh, uh, who, uh, uh, a wild man over there? You know, because they had they had creatures like they call wild man. The white man was running around on all fours, covered in fur. Guys, look up the wild man. Look up wild man. Uh, um, the wild men of um, I forget they on the caucus on the wild men. That was your Caucasians. That was your Asians. That was your East Indians. That's their origin. You see, nothing but experiments. Nothing but experiments. You see, this is why they have that experimental mindset in them. They got this experimental mindset where they want to, you know, cut open people like what they did with Henry, Henrietta Lacks and all of them. They got that experimental mindset from the original Amon Binks. Some of, their, some of that energy is still vibrating, so that's where that experimental, inquisitive, scientific mind comes from. It comes from the Amon race. It don't come from them. These goddamn humans are nothing but tie-bred animals. That comes from them, the Amon that created them. That's why they have that inquisitiveness about them wanting to know everything and, you know, wanting to be nosy and get into things and whatnot because that's how the almond were when they were creating them. They were very experimental like these humans are, you see. But it trickled down to them, you know, because it's off because of the, you know, an animal genetic in them, you see. They're not, you see, again, these people didn't venture beyond the caves. They didn't venture beyond the caves until the almond basically allowed them to come out of the cave. See, that's what the, I told y'all, that's really what the Garden of Eden story is. When they said a serpent came to Eve, and Eve, you know, uh, um, and Eve had um, got beguiled by the serpent, and said God kicked Adam and Eve out of the garden. <clears throat> that was the mountains, man. That was, you know, and the serpents was the reptilian and the almond race of beings who was walking the planet, dealing with these humans, talking to these humans giving these humans knowledge that they shouldn't have had knowledge, knowledge of things, certain things, good and evil and things like that. That was the, giving the humans knowledge. That's all. From those people, those wayward almond from, you know, 
from our genetic material. That, that, that again, the serpent represents the serpentine people back then, the almond, the almond beings on earth. That's what the serpent is in the garden. That's a person. That's not a snake. And like you dumbass Israelites, y'all still with this serpent story, snake story, like a snake, a snake stood up and was talking to Eve. And y'all think Eve and, you know, Eve and them, that represent, like I said, when they talking about in the garden, they represent descendants of Eve. It's the descendants of Eve. Somebody told you Adam is non, Adam, Adam is a non-factor, you see. They're the descendants of Eve. So they're known, the women are known as Eve seeds. The men are known as Eve, or the males and the females are known as Eve seeds amongst the humans. And they would forever carry the animal genetic as a marker, carry the animal spirit as a marker, meaning the energy that animates the animals. They're animated on the same uh, uh, on the same form of limited motion as the animals. If you notice, look at how humans move and look at how animals move. They all move the same. The humans move just like animals. You know, they don't move as fast as the animals anymore. They don't like move like run fast and swift as the animals do and whatnot. But as far as movements and certain things like that, they move just like the animals do. And the only reason why they don't move like as fast as the animals do, they don't run like them as whatnot, because it takes too much mental energy. It takes too much, you know, physical ability, which they had to, had to be cut down. But if you notice, what are the humans known for doing? The humans are known for always running. Animals are known for running. Running, just running, just to be running. The animals run as a form of exercise, just like the humans run. Why do you think jogging and all that and, and, and all that is a big thing here amongst the humans? They all jog from the Caucasians, the Asians, the Eastern. You say, some of you niggas, y'all jog, but y'all jog stay in shape. The humans got to run for life, man. They got to run for dear life. You see? That's part of that spiritual en- energy because the spirit represents a form of energy which controls these animals and these humans. It's water. It's a watered-down form or a vibrated form of lunar energy that's concentrated within the humans and animals. Now, like I said, that lunar energy makes them unpredictable. They can act benevolent one day and they can act malevolent the next day. They can go from having a conversation with you, right, about something, and then they disagree with you. Next thing you know, they're flipping on you. They're ready to attack and jump on you. You see? And a lot of you so-called black people, y'all work off that same energy as these humans. The human energy is very strong here. This is the animal kingdom. You see? This is the animal kingdom. You see, it went from the almond, the almond, um, the abode of almond. When the almond race came down here and it went straight into the humans when the humans were allowed to take over. But somebody, you know, when they was creating the humans, they probably somebody smoked one too many blunts. I'm being funny, but, you know, somebody don't smoke way, way too much. Whatever they were smoking back then or drinking back then to get nice back then, somebody had one too many of something. And they decided, let's make some, let's make some, and let's make some people. Same way the so-called white men sit around talking about making robots. That's how they sit around talking about making people. This ain't nothing new. When the white men are about making robots and all this stuff and uh, uh, life forms and, and uh, uh, artificial life, well, that was the, that was the almond back then. How they talked about the human race. You see, that was how they talked about them. Yeah, they were an experiment. You see, 
And now the humans are on their day. All this running they're doing in the last, since the last 15, 20 years is because they're trying to outrun death. The humans are trying to outrun death. You see? The humans are trying to outrun death. They're trying to live longer, and when that, which translates into they're trying to outrun death. You see? And the only way to outrun death is to, in their mind, stay in shape, keep busy, keep on moving and whatnot, because they're trying to outrun death. It ain't just about staying in shape. Cause you see this most skinniest-ass white people, they ain't got not one inch of fat on them. They jogging around all over the damn place. They'll jog around for two hours. You see, that's done out of nervousness. That's done out of a mindset of uh, a desperation and death on their mind. That's why they got to go out and run for hours and stuff like that. You see, they're trying to outrun death. You didn't see them running like that before. They come out to stay in shape. Stay in shape for what? For what? What are they shaping up for? What are they shaping up for? You see, they're trying to restore their lives. They're trying to restore their lives. They feel like by if I keep moving, I'm going to keep living. I keep moving, I keep moving, but if I stop, I'm going to die. That's what. That's really what they motivated by. You see? You got to be out your mind to run for two hours every day. You got to be out of your mind. Ain't that much in shape in the world. And then they're not even really getting in shape. They're really messing up their muscles when they do that. But, but like I said, you see, they don't understand that because, they, you know, the, the, the animals don't even run like that. But like I said, this is what happens, like, just like all creatures. Whenever you see creatures moving from one place to one place, moving because they know something's coming, and they're going to try to outlive that something. They're going to try to outlive that something. So you keep in mind, like I said, you know, the focus of these humans is always our people. The focus of these humans is always our people in some way, shape, or form. You see, and you know, damn, I'm looking at this Asian woman on here. They get old as hell too in the face. They start to look all broke down. It was just, I'm looking at the TV while I'm talking to y'all, and damn, I remember this lady. I think that's Connie. Just that's not I, one of these Asian newscasters. They look hard in the face of a lot of these old Asian women. They age like white women. I, I'm just, I just had to go there for a second. The best looking one. That con- well, I ain't going to say them the East Indians. They age bad, too. You see, that's that animal genetic in the humans. You see, so they all move off of the same mindset. Like I said, that territorial mindset that these humans got, it's the same territorial mindset that animals got. If you different, if you ain't a, if you ain't a, if you ain't a wolf and you come in the, neighbor, and you come in the, in the territory of a wolf, then other wolves going to want to attack you. That's the same way these humans act, these Caucasians act when they see a black person moving in their neighborhood. You'd be the nicest person in the world. They they looking at they want to get out my neighborhood, nigga, and this, that, and the third. That's the animal in them to make them act like that. You ain't did nothing to these people. Get out my neighborhood, nigga. You see, that's because that's the territorial that's that ter- territorial nature in them. But they'll come like you ever see our animals. They'll come up amongst where you at. And they'll try and, like, you know, trying to stake their claim where you at, and then they'll be all friendly until it's a bunch of them that come. Then they're ready to attack you and run you up out of there. That's how, these, that's, how these, that's how these humans are. That's how they took over societies and land masses and whatnot. They come in there, 
seeing what's up, you know. They don't come in there and they seeing, you know, it's like how animals do. A dog will send one dog along to, you know, scout out the things, to send one dog. And if it's one of them, it's always a pack of them behind. You know what I'm saying? They send one out as a scout. That's how the humans move. You see? If you see one wild dog in the woods, a bunch of them in the, in the background, he just came to scout it out and let them know what's up. Is it food there? Is it people got to attack, jump on? That's how their mindset works. You see? The humans are no different. The humans are no different. You must look at the humans as what they are, a race of advanced animals. You must look at them as they are. They are a race of animals, as quoted by one of their scientists, as quoted by their own scientists. Now, I knew them in courage. Their own scientists were saying it's about the humans before I was even thought of. They're going to always admit it. But see, the thing is, when they when they are in this stage and they admitting things like that, you ain't never supposed to forget it. See, they don't admit things like this about themselves. You know how you simple ass Negroes are. You don't, don't forgot about it. You don't forgot about what they told you. They're, Yo, yeah, yeah. What? Todd? Are you serious? Todd? Todd's an animal. Todd has animal genetics. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Next, like three months later, y'all go out with Todd. Yeah, you know, I, you can't help who you love. Or, or you black male, yeah, word. Uh, 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 Megan, Megan got uh, uh, animal genetics, word. Yeah, I can see that, my nigga. Yeah, I can see that with her hair and how she be smelling when we be doing it. I ain't messing with her no more. Next thing you know, yeah, Megan pregnant with my baby son. Yeah, nigga. Of course she is. Of course she is. As usual. But, you know, you niggas got an affinity for animals too. But anyway, I'm in Chicago. I'm in Chicago for the Bright World Order Conference at the Hyatt Place, Chicago, 5225 South Harper Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, admission is $25 from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. The intelligent ones, only the bright ones, the intelligent ones, please come out. Only the bright and intelligent ones of our people, the people that listen to this broadcast. Come on out. All right. Put your $25 together. Get twelve fifty from somebody, twelve fifty from somebody else. If you and your girl can't get in, then let your girl come in. You wait outside. But that's it. Let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Do humans share the same mind, body, and spirit as the animals? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And the only reason why they don't totally act like animals, like wild animals, is because of our genetic in them. Because of our almond genetic in them. That's the only reason they don't totally act like wild animals. But, like I said, all malevolent creatures can be benevolent at times. Well, no, not all. Some of them are straight malevolent. You got some that's benevolent. It can be malevolent. Some that's malevolent. They go back and forth, which makes them unpredictable, like any other animal does. Who do they share the same attributes? or how, Why do they share the same attributes? Because of the experiment. Because of the experiment to create the human race, which involved the animal genetic and the human genetic, this is why the humans tend to slant more toward the animal genetic. You see, when they tell you that extraterrestrials created the human race or engineered the human race, they are right. They are absolutely right. Extraterrestrials did help to engineer the creation of the human race. Yes, they did. But what they don't tell you is that extraterrestrial is the, ex- the people they've always seen as extraterrestrials, people who they treat as dark uh, 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 undercurrents. People who they treat as subhuman, who they call in black people, 
you are the real extraterrestrials they're talking about. You see, that that would that genetically that um, produced their creation. You're, you're who they're talking about, and they, and they know it. Are they aware of this fact? Yeah, you humans are aware of this fact. They're aware that they share the same spirit as animals. That's why the so-called Native Americans, these so-called Indians, tell you the spirit of I have the spirit of a wolf in me, and when I die, I'm gonna come back as a wolf, and my spirit is gonna go into a wolf. You know how they talk like that? You ain't never heard no niggas say no crazy shit like that because they, that's that that's just not in their mentality because we don't we know we're not linked to the animals. These so-called Asians, East Indians, Caucasians, they will say stuff like that. You know, tell them we want to come back in the in the in the, in the form, and they show themselves transforming into dogs. You ever see this stuff transforming into Wolfman and whatnot, transforming back? When they show you the Wolfman and Caucasians transforming, they just basically showing you where they come from, what their genetics are. That's all that is. Can this be changed? No, but they're trying to alter it. They're trying to have an offset, and the only way they're able to somewhat offset it is by mixing with the black woman. But even then. That genetic gonna take a long time, if ever, to go away, because that animal genetic has a deep imprint in it. All right? Uh, let me see. If so, should this be changed? No, it shouldn't. It should not. If it's not meant to be, it shouldn't be, because obviously the humans were made this way for a reason, for our protection and for theirs. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue for forever. I am the intellectual me, Ben Mencari. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Those of you who are coming out here at the uh, at the uh, Hyatt Place, Chicago, 5225 South Harper Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, at the Bright World Order Conference. $25 is the admission. We're going to be going from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. But that's it. Good night.